My name is Tris Eden, and today on Refugee Reports, I will be sharing Najiba Wazifadar's story. Najiba was born in Afghanistan. She was just 10 years old when she and her family migrated to Australia. In case any of you don't know what migration means, it is when somebody is forced to flee their country in fear of their life or for better opportunities. They were forced to leave Afghanistan because of the Taliban and they didn't have any access to any resources or education. Every time her father left home, they said goodbye to him in a way that they were never going to see him again. They were part of a secret school that was done in the basement of their teacher's house. Shortly before Najiba and her family left, their teacher was killed. In case any of you don't know, the Taliban or a terrorist group took over Afghanistan. Najiba's family hid in a truck and drove to Pakistan, then flew to Indonesia on fake passports. Her youngest brother was born just hours before they left for Australia. First, they paid a people smuggler to give them a boat and set sail for Australia. She was in that tiny fishing boat with her parents, her brothers and her four uncles for 10 days. She describes the boat as a death contract, but it seems better than dying in the hands of the Taliban. So they agreed. At first, they weren't sure if they were being asked to get on a boat or suicide. The boat was so small that they could only kneel with their knees hugged to their chins. They had never seen a boat or the ocean before that day. They arrived in Darwin, but were intercepted by the Australian Navy and were taken to the Curtin Detention Centre. The reason they were put in detention was because of the rules of coming here by boat. If you come here by boat, the Australian Navy will intercept you and take you to a detention centre. While you're in the detention centre, they process your visa and decide whether you are in serious danger and you really needed to come here. If your visa is approved, then you are allowed to become a citizen. But if it isn't approved, you either stay in detention or are sent back to your own country. The reason these rules were put in place is because the Australian government don't want heaps of people coming to Australia. So nobody loses their life trying to get here. And so there aren't too many people to care for in Australia. The first thing they saw in the detention centre were the guards coming towards them with guns. At first, she thought they were the Taliban and they had tricked them and trapped them. They handed her a card with a number on it and said, this is your new name. Everyone will call you by this name. She says the detention centre was quite like her own country. It was hot and dusty and there were lots of flies. She remembers the doors being closed and locked one after the other. She says she was always surrounded by barbed wire in the detention centre. During her time in the detention centre, she watched Big Brother on the TV in their room. They stayed in that detention centre for around four months. She says there was no privacy and video cameras followed you everywhere. It was overcrowded as well. She felt like a small bird in a big cage. She and her family were always worried about their family members they had left behind or being hurt as they're back to Afghanistan. Other than... Other countries have fairer rules for detention. For example, they don't allow children in detention, but we do. In the UK, pregnant women and kids can only be in detention for a maximum of 72 hours. To become a citizen in Australia, you must get a visa. But first, your visa application must be approved. To have your visa approved, you must be a good person, a person who hasn't committed any crimes or anything else classed as bad. When they finally told they were ha- they had temporary protection visas, they screamed and hugged each other. They then were sent to Tasmania to live and stayed in Tasmania for around three years. She then moved to Sydney with her family. She was 14 when they got to Sydney. The first woman who grabbed her hand when she got to Sydney said, welcome to Australia, and gave her a warm smile. 
Heaps of Australians welcomed them into their homes. She says the time when they got their visas was the time everything changed. After they had settled into Sydney, the Jeeba was a finalist for the Young Human Rights Award. In Australia, she feels safe and secure, which is a feeling she never would have felt in Afghanistan. She says she had come across a lot of amazing Australians who have helped her and her family settle into Australia and open a fresh life, a new life. Najibu is now the founder and president of Hazara Women of Australia to help newly arrived refugee women learn English. She also works as a settlement caseworker. Her dream is to work in international law and keep working for those she calls the gun people in detention. She has graduated from a Bachelor of Medical Science at the University of Western Sydney and is now studying a second degree at the University of Technology, Sydney. She has been involved in several organisations like Chill Out, Children Out of Detention. She has dedicated her life to helping refugees and asylum seekers. Najiba has won several awards for her contribution to Australia. She has won the Local Young Citizen Award, Young Women of the West Award and the Human Rights Medal. She hopes that one day her country will be at peace. Today you have been listening to Refugee Reports by Tris Eden. I wouldn't have been able to make this podcast without the following references. UN, HCR, YouTube, ABC News, The Guardian, Voices, I Came Here by Boat, Circa Research, Refugee Alternatives, SBS Life and Global Works. Thank you.